everybody. This is Lori Weaver. Welcome to Compulsive Overeating Diary, day 165. It's now been four years, six months, and 12 days since I began this experiment where I talk about my thoughts and feelings about compulsive overeating rather than heading for the chips. And I'm still down on the podcast rock as my feet are not yet in hiking shape. Ugh. But before we move on to today's show, I wanted to thank all of you who reached out to see if we were okay in the big California fires that have been in the news. Those tragic fires were located in Northern California for the most part, so Mark and I were not in danger this time. But thanks for your continued prayers and good thoughts for those affected and for our continued safety. It has been so hot and dry here that many of us Californians are concerned about the possibility of fire. I'm excited today to share your thoughts and comments from last show, as well as calls by BC's Dave and Mary S. So let's get cracking and listen to our inspirational snippet of Circle by Hartley. Then I'll share what I'm embracing today. Take a step back, look around. Breathe in the air, let down your hair, just listen to the sound. About where we have been, the joy we shared with friends who care, and all the things we've seen. It's a good day to begin. Indeed, that is an excellent segue into what I've been thinking about, what I really, 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 really need to embrace today. And that is actually the gift of today. Now, I don't know about you, but I score big on the impatience scale. That's right. I want what I want, and I want it this minute. I want it yesterday. I want all my dreams to come true and life to work out and to everything be wonderful. And I want it right now. Sound familiar? Raise your hand out there. Well, anyhow, you know what I mean. I have had so much pain in my life because of my impatience, my so looking toward the future, my so wishing that things were different than they are. Like for heaven's sakes, I wish these idiot feet of mine could like heal already and let me put on my hiking boots and let me go up to the next upper Zen spot. I miss the next upper Zen spot and the upper Zen spot and all the hiking steps in between the bottom of the mountain and the top of the mountain. I miss it. That is part of my psyche, part of my routine, part of who makes me me. And for me not to get to go hiking is a big bummer. Oh, plantar fasciitis. There, that's out of my system. But if all I do is sit at home and wish my feet felt better, wish that I could be up hiking instead of down here on the podcast rock, What would I miss? I would miss all the lovely sights and sounds that I get to see here today. And even though my feet hurt more than they used to, they hurt less than they did last time I was down here on the podcast rock. So that's progress. And 
I've really been thinking about this whole progress and life and lessons in life and the journey of life and why are we here for so long and what are we supposed to do and what are we going to learn anyway and what's the point of it all? Well, I don't know. If I knew that, man, I could be a bazillionaire and write a real bestseller, right? Lori knows the secret of it all. In three easy steps, you too could be a great success. Well, the thing that makes me a success is me appreciating myself, appreciating all that I'm given, appreciating all of my abilities, and appreciating the fact that I finally got a clue that I should be appreciating things instead of regretting things and wishing away my life. Because after all, what good is wishing away your life? Now, this reminded me when I was 300 pounds and went to Weight Watchers for the first time, and oh, I wished I was 150 pounds because that was my goal. Actually, I wanted to weigh 153 pounds. That was the goal I wanted because I think that was the, <laughs> the highest weight that I could be at goal for my age. So I wanted to weigh that, and I wanted to weigh that like in one year. I don't know why, but I always think that it's going to take me one year to do anything. If it's a big thing, remodel the house, lose 100 pounds... <laughs> get a voice acting job, whatever it is, in my mind, I'm thinking, well, one year from now should do it. One year is a good amount of time. And anything that takes longer than one year, then I feel like my train is delayed, like my wishes are not fulfilled, that there is something, quote, wrong, unquote, with me. Now, let's say I change that attitude, and instead of being frustrated that my wish train is delayed, and that there's something wrong with me, I take it as an opportunity to explore the city that I'm in, the location that I'm at. Maybe there's more depth to this particular location than I gave it credit for. Maybe it's not time for me to jump on that wish train and have all my wishes fulfilled because then I will miss out on an experience that's going to shape me, my character, and turn into a blessing down the road. In fact, looking back on my life, I can see now many, 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 many things that I took as negative in the long run turned out to be good turned out to be something that shaped my life into new areas that brought me lots and lots of joy. And one of them, you know, my bad bike accident. Now, in no way could I think when I was training to do my first 100-mile bike race and I was in great shape and my life was moving along like clockwork that being knocked unconscious and going through all the physical and emotional trials that I did would be a good thing, let alone having my bike get all messed up and having to spend a zillion dollars getting my bike put back in shape, let alone myself. How could that be a good thing? But brave companions, I wouldn't have met you virtually and some of you in real life if that hadn't have happened. I wouldn't have had time to do Compulsive Overeating Diary as a podcast, and not just for myself, but thousands, and I'm not exaggerating, thousands of people in the world have communicated with me that this show, my little pondering, sitting here on the podcast rock or up on the mountain, have helped them. So if I hadn't split my noggin open in that bike accident and had all those trials and tribulations, 
I would not have had that result. Those people still may have been helped in some way, but they wouldn't have been helped by a compulsive overeating diary. I wouldn't have been helped by getting to know you and your stories. And my life wouldn't have been enriched that way. I probably would have continued on the path of trying to diet all of the time, like I had for 50 some years, because that's what I knew. And I didn't have a lot of time in my busy corporate life and my busy sports life for a lot of self-reflection. I just didn't. So one of the gifts of that bike accident was to give me loads and loads and loads of time to sit here and ponder my life and to learn something. And I tell you, BCs, if it wasn't for this show and for this chance, I would not like myself as sincerely as I do today. And that is a big, big gift. I really, truly do like myself. I don't feel that because my legs are big that I'm a failure. I don't feel that I'm intrinsically an evil person or a loser or somebody not deserving, which really was an underlying core of my psyche for most of my life. I really did feel like a disappointment to everybody, from my family to friends to my work colleagues. I always seem to emphasize the negative and the downsides of things and felt that somehow I was responsible and therefore not likable, let alone lovable, and especially not to myself. When I looked in the mirror, I would pick apart what I saw, not just in my physical appearance. Even when I was thin and as buff as I could be, I still picked my appearance apart, but mostly I picked apart the person that I saw in the mirror as being not valuable, not being a good person. And living my life now, even at a higher weight than I might choose, to live my life as a person who truly values themselves and what they can contribute, feet or no feet, at least I can still talk into the mic. <laughs> at least I can do that still. So that's a blessing. I can still share my story for what good it does me and what good it does you. And that is a gift. I'm alive today. I have opportunity to share my heart with you today. I got to kiss Mark today. I got to pet the kitties today. I got to look outside at our beautiful yard today and to see the blue skies. And all of that is a gift, whether I manage to lose 20 pounds in the next year or I don't, whether I get a great voice acting job or I don't. Even if my feet continue to slow me down for another year, today is still an awesome gift. From our studio in beautiful La Crescenta, it's time for Lori's Afterthoughts. What? Additional reflection on today's topic. 
After editing today's Embrace segment about the gift of today, the only thing that struck me that I might like to modify just a little bit is for somebody who is espousing body positivity and loving myself, I'm a little bit hard on my poor feet. My poor feet are in pain enough without me calling them names. So, feet, I love you. I think I'm going to go put some nice ice on you and then give you some nice peppermint lotion rub. And I think I need to do everything I can to treat you with respect and love. And I think I let my frustration get to me a little bit. So that was another cool lesson that I found. But speaking of lessons, a really neat one here in Afterthoughts is BC Dave shares how a timely quote helped him deal with his feelings of fear and anxiety. Hi, Lori. This is BC Dave. The other day I heard a quote that really helped me. Are you okay with being not okay? It is okay to feel exposed. It is okay to have negative feelings. It's okay to be down. I found myself attempting to run from my painful emotions, my fears, my anxieties. But then I heard the above quote and stopped running, felt my emotions, fear, anxieties, and tried to process the root cause of them. I found this helped me to calm down and reduce the anxiety. The emotions, the fears are still there, but they're, and they're real and valid. But at least now I'm processing them instead of attempting to eat them. Take it easy. Bye. I love that quote and what it brings up in me. Are you okay with being not okay? Wow, that has loads of wisdom in it. My feet are not okay, and hating on that does not help me, as I mentioned. I get impatient with my voice acting progress, my upper weight, and my general, I'm getting older and slowing down, woes. But truly, so much of life is not in my control, no matter how compulsively I worry, distract, eat, or wish it otherwise. The boon of meditation for me is that I have learned to breathe and let things be. That feeling of not okayness is a huge trigger for me. I want all that I want to come, and I want it right now. And I feel that when it doesn't, I have messed up somehow, or I'm not as talented or deserving. Sound familiar? Sometimes life has a lesson, sometimes a discovery, sometimes a blessing hidden in all that adversity. And when all else fails, I know that these feelings, and often the triggering situation or thought, will eventually pass. The energy we spend on negative thoughts and actions can be channeled into what we can do to make things better. I, too, saw a quote this week that I liked. Quote, stop wishing for it and start working for it. And this triggered me to use every negative thought about my voice acting progress to be fueled to go practice or research or do new vocal exercise. I can't control the timing of success I might have in voice acting, but I can control making progress toward my dream. So in honor of all the wonderful thought Dave's quote and pondering inspired, the music I chose for Dave's call is called My Dreams. 
I also want to give a quick shout out and thank you so much to the Amazon shoppers who've been using our show link to go to Amazon before buying their Amazon products, because that thoughtful click act sends some pennies our way to support the show. Thanks, too, to the coffee clatchers who donate financially to the show via buying virtual coffee. And last but not least, to those of you who share your love and support via nice iTunes ratings and reviews and those who take the time to like the show page on Facebook, all of these are much appreciated and contribute mightily to helping me realize my dream of keeping our compulsive overeating diary community alive. And here's Mark with the other ways you can contribute to the dream and the show. Please announce yourself. Here are some ways you can participate in the show. One, call the Bravery Hotline at 206-350-6445. The number is also on every show page of CompulsiveOvereatingDiary.com. Two, Post a comment on CompulsiveOvereatingDiary.com. The episode URL is always CompulsiveOvereatingDiary.com front slash D-A-Y with the number of the episode and no spaces. Three, for other features and directions, visit the How to Send audio page on CompulsiveOvereatingDiary.com. And now it's time for your comments. Donnie updated us via comment on day 164. Hi, Lori Gal and all my BC friends. Thank you so much, Lori, for reaching out with your kind thoughts regarding my health issues. I go to the doctor next week to follow up on the heart monitor. I'm not sure what the next steps will be, but I'll try to persevere and push through and keep digging until I find answers. Wowzer, friend, thanks for the positive affirmation walkthrough. That really resonated with me, and it's so simple and easy, something I can do anytime, anywhere, especially when I'm feeling less than. That was a great clip. Thank you again. Mind you sure got hit hard with your foot issues. You're much stronger than I. I think I'd be going absolutely stir-crazy. Good for you realizing boredom is a trigger to eat. Just being aware is huge. I have confidence that you'll push through this and come out on top. I'm glad you're finding something in yoga. I have been extremely busy, working seven days a week between taking some classes and my jobs. I have goals, and I see a light at the end of the tunnel. My yard is not thriving quite as well as I would like. I think I've decided in the spring I'm going to rototill it all up and plant fresh grass and go from there. I'll see how the season proceeds. It's been extremely hot here and very dry. I'm pretty scared to get my water bill. Unfortunately, we were experiencing some fires as happens every season. However, quite a bit closer to home than normal. That breaks my heart. Good to hear from you, Lori, with such a happy, positive episode. I wrote back, Hi, Donnie. Glad you enjoyed the affirmations. It is fun and sometimes challenging to come up with them. My newest one is, I'm thrilled to enjoy satisfying food at mealtimes because I'm eliminating snacking for a while as it helps me to get back in touch with my hunger drive and satiety. Every time boredom or trigger sends an impulse to randomly eat, I say this one out loud. It's actually working pretty well. 
Sorry about the heat playing havoc with your yard. Ours too. Our plants were fried pretty badly during the last heat wave. Frustrating. Glad the light is shining through the tunnel of life and sending positive vibes for your medical team to figure out your issues soon. XOXO. BC Joe from the UK says hello and gives me encouragement about my feet. You got this, Lori. Your feet may hurt, but they will get better and life doesn't stop between these points, so make the most of it. Welcome to new BCs and love to us old timers. Stupid hot for here at the moment. Things still on the up and up. Short and sweet, XOXO. I too was short and sweet in my reply. Hey, thanks, Joe. Hmm, it seems that BCs worldwide are suffering with heat waves at present. It's just a tad cooler here now, at least enough to lounge outside in my hammock in the morning, so that makes me happy. Glad life is feeling positive for you, and happy you stopped by, XOXO. BC Dave let us know his decision about his disc golf tourney and how it went. Hi, Lori and BCs. I wanted to report that I went and participated in the disc golf tournament I recently mentioned. However, I played only one of the two rounds. It did not take long to feel overwhelmed and outclassed around hole 15 of 18. My body and brain decided they had had enough. However, I promised myself I would finish at least 18 holes, so my heart pushed me to complete the round. I came in second to last for that one round. The disc golf community is awesome and gave me lots of encouragement and support. I had a good time for at least half of the round. I did learn something though after my brain and body quit. I started throwing better. Although my energy levels were nil, my heart pushed me to complete the round. So I now believe that I have to ignore my brain and body and allow my heart to guide me to the finish line of my goals. One of the most frustrating parts of overcoming compulsive overeating is that I have these spots of inspiration and I get lots of encouragement and still fall into my old ways. It has been 10 days since the tournament and my body has still not recovered. Maybe I'm not a spring chicken anymore. And between the pain and lack of disc golf, the depression is hitting hard and so is the overeating. I can relate to your foot pain and the struggles of the BCs. I wish and hope the best for all and we'll get through this. I'm going to let my heart guide me. And I replied, hi Dave, yay for going for it and doing your best at the disc golf tourney. You really did give it your all and I'm betting this will be a milestone that you will remember. I relate to the feeling of blah well off your feet per se. It can be so easy to let food fill the primary spot in our attention and habit again. Thanks to BC Mary S for telling me about this. I am making cards for kids in the hospital to help me feel fulfilled and do something other than recipe hop while I wait to get back on the mountain. Maybe this would be fun for you too as you are an artistic soul. Here's a link to it. I'll probably mention this next show and put a link in the show notes there as well. Let me know what you think. XOXO. NBC's, I did put the link on today's show notes, compulsiveovereatingdiary.com slash DAY165. And for those who don't frequent the show notes, and first of all, why the heck not when you can find photos, cool links, and all kinds of things. But anyway, if you'd like to go directly to find out how to make cards to cheer up kids in the hospital, go to cardsforhospitalizedkids.com. And BC Carey posted this support for Dave and his tourney. Hi Dave, I just wanted to say how truly brave you were to compete even though you wanted so badly to pull out. You should be so proud of yourself. 
It doesn't matter where you placed, only that you went ahead and did it. I haven't competed in anything since high school, and I must admit that was over 30 years ago, laughing out loud. Anyways, I just wanted to congratulate you on your bravery, and I wish you all the best, Carrie. Carrie also wrote these thoughtful comments about her progress with loving her body. Hi, Lori, and all the other BCs. Thank you for the wonderful podcast. I love the positive affirmations. One stood out to me in particular. Quote, I'm excited to feel great about my body, unquote. I have never liked my body, and I still don't, but I'm working on it. I thought after two years of consistent exercise, I would like it better. But of course, my body has a certain shape, and that's just how it's going to be. I can't help but compare myself to the other class participants who are small, hipped, and thin, and perfectly proportioned, and young, laughing out loud. But after seeing a long-lost family member recently who is my age and suffering from ALS, I was reminded how lucky I am to have the body I do. I have been seeing reminders from many places, including your podcast, to be positive about my body, and I'm going to seriously work on my attitude about this. I think your positive affirmations are a great place to start to work on that. Thanks, Lori. Carrie. And Carrie's comment reminded me of my own recent victory with body image. Hi, Carrie. I'm so glad that you're starting to feel more positive about your body. Here's a true story that made me happy. One of my voice acting friends is also on the curvy side, has long hair and glasses like me. And many of our friends call us by each other's name by mistake. We laugh about this, and as a joke, she took a full-length photo of me in the voiceover booth at a workout we were both at and captioned it, making a joke about these mix-ups. Well, this was me, with my belly really out as far as possible as I was getting air to support my performance. Now, in the past, I would have been mortified to see what I, quote, really, unquote, look like versus what I feel like in my mind, or me turned to a flattering angle with tummy sucked in tightly. But all of the I love you in the mirror made my first reaction a smile. There I was doing what I love with people that I love. I look happy. I didn't pick on my size at all. I felt pretty neutral. And I must say, this is a miracle. A miracle from training my mind to accept and love myself. Does it mean I want to go eat all of the chips and ice cream I can? No. I still prefer how I feel when I eat in tune with what my body likes versus what my emotions like, but I didn't use this photo as a club to make myself feel terrible and hence driven to the chips as if that makes any sense. I'm enjoying the sense of freedom that learning to love myself is creating for me, sending positive and loving vibes for you and your family member, XOXO. To which Carrie replied, wow, that's a beautiful story actually you were actually able to look at the photo and just see the you that everyone else sees and loves with no judgment. That's awesome. Sue from the UK popped in to greet our new BCs and to wish Mark and me well because the fires made the international news. Welcome to Linda and Charlotte. I hope you enjoy the podcast and getting to know some of the group. It is always lovely to hear from new listeners. I heard on the news about all the terrible fires afflicting the USA and Canada. Keep safe, my friends. I hope they are brought under control soon. You are in my thoughts and prayers, XOXO. Thanks, Sue. And Donnie also popped in to share a victory of her own. Win-win. Yesterday was not a joy-eat-slash-food-slash-sugar day. Last evening, I found myself in the store yearning 
found some grapes and cherries instead. Wasn't the best option as I wasn't hungry, only craving, and I fed into the urge slash craving, but it was a better option. Feeling proud, it has been a scrazy few weeks. I've been so busy with life, but I'm proud to say I've shown up for myself. I'm using the things I've learned, not perfectly, but being slash staying aware. Some days I get down on myself, but I'm working on the WYC-WYC model. What you can, when you can. I'm getting better at deciding I need to plan joy slash treats in my life. Not just food ones either. Yay for that. The scale isn't moving much. It still bounces in the range it's been. I guess some things I can't control. Baby steps. Which led me to share this story about how Mark and I are dealing with our old friend, our mortifying dusty house of horrors, with our new physical limitations. Wow, what a great victory, Donnie. To know yourself and choose the best you can is a great accomplishment. I'm still struggling with my feet and needing to eat a little less than I do. But I'm not down on myself either. A really big deal for us is Mark and I finally admitted we need help with our mortifying dusty house of horrors. It's no longer plain laziness or attitude. Between my feet and his back, we just can't keep up with the deep cleaning. So we are budgeting for cleaning help. One part of me is relieved and glad we are moving on as we can. The other is sad that I just can't keep up. Save for hiking, save for biking, save for many of the things I was used to doing. But I'm grateful for the lesson that much as I would love it, I am not in control of everything in my world. And the sooner I accept and deal with life as it is, the more progress I can make. Sending you love and hugs and positive vibes for your life and all the virtual treats you can possibly imagine. XOXOXO. Well, BCs, we'll close out today with a wonderful virtual treat as BC Mary S. used SpeakPipe to send love, support, and heartfelt thoughts about what I said on day 162, where I pondered on the mountain if I wanted to keep going with Compulsive Overeating Diary. It's Mary S. I just listened to your May episode, even though it is July. And wow, what a great episode. Um, I love that you went and spoke your truth. And what I was thinking while you were talking was, I hope she does whatever makes her happy. Because that is what it boils down to. And it made me think about my own struggles um, right now in my life, weeding out things that don't make me happy, that I'm doing because I want to be a nice person. One thing I did learn in therapy this year, once I got diagnosed with anxiety, was sometimes I keep going with things, not because I truly want to be a good, kind person, but because I want others to view me that way. Because in my heart of hearts, I don't want to keep doing the thing, but I do it anyway. And it's been tough. I have you know, had some changes in my life since I started realizing that, but it's been really good. So while I was listening to you talk, I was thinking, oh, I really hope she makes whatever choice is best for her and her heart. She doesn't have to do anything for me or the BCs. We love you for being authentic. Um, I also teared up a little because you played my um, part about my anxiety and I forgot I even sent you that. And 
I actually just got released from therapy. So I made really fast progress, but it made me realize like how far I've come just by hearing myself talk about it when I listened to that on the episode. So you made me think about things too. So I just wanted to drop you this message. Feel free to use it if you want. And I just want to say thank you for doing what you do. But you know that us and all the BCs would totally understand if you have a change of heart and you do something else because we love you and we respect your decisions. Bye-bye. Big smooches for you, Mary. And I loved what you said. I promise you and all of you BCs that I too have taken that message to heart and that I speak to you from my heart because I want to. If the time comes when that is no longer the case, I'll say goodbye and move on. But that time is not yet nigh. The music I chose for Mary's loving message is called Happy Place because I believe it is important we all find that place for ourselves. So until next time, take care and spend time in your happy place. Because I really, 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 really want you to be happy and I care. Take a step back, look around, breathe in.